You don't have to do anything except deal with the consequences of your choices, Dr. Ryan Wolfert. Stay tuned to find out what you're not doing for your spine that could be affecting your hormones and your health. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident, and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now, I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much for joining me today as we dive in with Dr. Ryan Wolfert to talk about the spine and spinal hygiene. I know you're thinking, my spine takes care of itself. I don't need to do anything for it. Uh, You need to think again. (laughs) You really do. Your spine needs TLC. It is your backbone. It houses what your central nervous system, your brain brings to the rest of your body. And a lot of us, many of us may have problems with it in our lifetime, overt or surreptitious, but it can cause problems in the long run. If you're not doing some simple things, like you brush your teeth every day and floss, right? There are things you need to do for your spine. But you know, it's pretty obvious when you have a tooth problem because you get a toothache or your teeth turn yellow or you get bad breath or, right, it's pretty obvious. But you're probably not going to have the obvious signs from your spine until a problem is down the line and has become more severe. And there's some simple things you can do for your spine, just like brushing your teeth and flossing that you can do for your spine and why that's super important. So Dr. Ryan's going to dive in with us on that topic, he has some great quotes, like the one that I shared with you in the beginning. And he really has a deep knowledge of this subject and can speak about it in a really down-to-earth practical way I think you're going to enjoy. So without further ado, I will tell you a little about Dr. Ryan, and then we'll get started. So he's a certified mindset specialist, love that. He's a certified chiropractic sports physician and certified chiropractic biophysics physician. He uses a specific spinal correction protocol to help patients resolve chronic pain and avoid, do you want to avoid dysfunction and disease? Yes. So he has over 23 years of education and clinical experience. He's worked with thousands of people to improve their spine, energy, longevity, eliminate dependence on medication, and make simple, healthy, pain-free living possible. Please help me welcome Dr. Ryan Wolfert to the show. Thanks for having me, Doc. I appreciate you you reaching out and us getting able to talk. Yeah, I think that this is such an important topic because it's very neglected, I'll say, in the functional medicine space. Even even though we cover a lot of things, we don't cover the bioenergetics of the body, which I think is super important. And we really don't cover the structural aspects, which are super important and part of your metabolic homeostasis, right? From, from your bones and your muscles, they're very highly 
metabolically active tissues. And this all ties into the bones and the musculoskeletal system into the spine, which is kind of ground zero, I'll call it, for your overall musculoskeletal balance. So I think it's super important. And that's why everybody listening needs to listen up and pay attention to this. Don't just say, oh, I don't have any spine problems, right? And if you're saying that, you might, you're likely to have them, very high possibility of that in your life. And this contributes to your overall metabolic and hormonal health, believe it or not. And we're going to get into that a little more. So welcome. And I, I would say, Dr. Ryan, you're a chiropractor by training, right? Correct. And so what makes you focus more on the spine than anything else? How did you come in your chiropractic career to believe that that's really the linchpin? I love that. And I love what you said right at the beginning too, how, you know, especially in functional medicine, the mechanical aspects of things and structural aspects do get pushed to the background because we're nutrition is important, obviously, but the mechanics of how your body uses that nutrition is also important. And with the spine, my, my whole journey with the spine started when I was a kid. When I was 13 years old and I had my first migraine headache and I'm already jumping the gun there, but uh, again, I had these episodes and I would have headaches and I would have colds and I would have infections and I would have bronchitis and all these things, but I was still an active kid, you know, playing all these sports with my brothers in the backyard and, and eating homemade food that my mom would make. But one time, or I shouldn't say one time, the first time I remember was sitting in class and all of a sudden I couldn't see out of my right eye. The, the right side of my body went numb, like this, I shouldn't say numb, but a, a tingly feeling in my hand and down my leg and just seeing spots. You know, you, you look at the sun and you get that sunspot or a light. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see out of my eye. And then the craziest thing and probably the scariest thing happened about 20 to 30 minutes after those symptoms started is I couldn't talk. Like I would just, I could have thoughts, but the words weren't coming out. This was all I was in class. I was oh teaching questions and I didn't know what it was. But then after those symptoms, about a half hour, that's when I got my first migraine headache. Like just this debilitating headache. I didn't, like I said, like I said, I thought it was just a headache, just a really bad one. So I went home, slept, probably took some Tylenol and some ibuprofen that my mom gave me. I don't know. I, I can't remember. So it went away after a day or two. And then I was again sitting in class and it happened again the next week. So a week later, it happened again. I knew it was going to happen after like those first symptoms, the the tingling, the sun, like the spots that I couldn't see. Went down to the school office and asked the secretary, I asked her, you know, I, I'm going to have a, a bad headache. Do you have any Tylenol that I can take? And so what she said actually changed the course of my life. She said, I can't give you that. But what it sounds like, it sounds like you got a pinched nerve and you need to go see my chiropractor. <laughs> so again, oh. I was 15 years old, the eighth grade. I was like, whatever. It's not like I could take myself, but she called my mom to come pick me up. And she told my mom when she came to pick me up, the same thing she told me. So then we went to the chiropractic office of her chiropractor. He took x-rays, showed me my spine was on crooked, which was, I still remember that. 
again, I'm just giving you a summary version of it, but it was all very thorough. And I remember us sitting in the room, he showed my mom and myself the x-rays and said, look right there, it's on crooked. So then I got my first adjustment and it was like fireworks went up. It was just Wow. Just, uh, he said, feel your face and all the circulation. I could feel my face like beet red was warm because the circulation was coming back. And uh, so that was my first experience. And it, it, it wasn't right then that I said, oh man, I'm going to be a chiropractor, but it gave me the taste of it. And ever since then, I've been, I've been going, but along the way, it wasn't until probably my, my junior, up until my junior year of high school, I was going to be an engineer, a mechanical engineer. That's what my focus was. But then going into my senior year, somebody told me about kinesiology. I'm like, oh, that's not, what's that? The study of human movement, the study of mm. movement, musculoskeletal system, how the body works with that. So I, I went into that major. And while I was there, that's kind of like a stepping stone to either pre-med, athletic training, physical therapy, occupational therapy. But while I was at University of Michigan, my freshman year, I was like, you know what, I, I know the power of chiropractic and how the spine works. So that's where my focus led. And it's been great along the way. Obviously, I've learned a lot. You probably know as well as anybody, the, your education and ex, starts after you get out of school. That's basically <laughs> after, because after the last, you know, I've been a chiropractor for over 23 years and the last 15 of it has been in this corrective form, which we'll talk a lot about today and the research behind that and how this actual structure, because, you know, there's chiropractic that, again, the adjustments are great, but if you're trying to fix the structure and posture and the, the normal curves of the spine and the positioning of the spine, because how the ligaments and muscles and nerves all intertwine, the adjustment is great for a jump start. But if you want to correct the actual positioning and structure and alignment of it, then you have to create a sustained load onto it, similar to how braces correct the structure of teeth. Just like we can't push on our teeth one time a week or one time even a day, and it will correct the structure of them, there needs to be a sustained load to do that. And that's, again, what we focus on. And by correcting those curves and the structure and the, the normal positioning of the spine, that takes the stress off of the nerves, off of the, the musculoskeletal system. So like how you mentioned, ground zero is the spine. I, you know, I like to say it's the foundation of our strength and our function because if that's off, then it puts excess wear and tear on the rest of the system. Right. So you said so much in there that's so rich. Yeah. Thank you for that. Before we dive into ground zero, I just have to point out a few things that you mentioned. So you said you were going to go into mechanical engineering, which is interesting because you kind of are a mechanical engineer, just of <laughs> humans, not machines. And it gets to something else that you mentioned. It's interesting. How many of us, I want everyone listening to think back, how many times did you go to the school nurse in your educational career? with an ache, a bump, a pain. For us ladies, a lot of times it's menstrual problems. And did they just give you a Tylenol or a Motrin, right, for your cramps, for your headache? They just gave you the pill. But it's fascinating to me that you are now in the profession and path that you're on and that this woman said something completely different and out of the blue from 99.9% .9 of the school nurses globally that 
actually planted seeds that impacted the course of your life, or rather maybe she was one of your guides along that path, kind of planted by the divine, the universe, whatever you like to call it, to guide you on your path. And and why I think this is so important. So why I'm so passionate about what I do is, yes, do I want people, women, particularly women over 40, but all women to be as healthy as possible, vital and alive and feel great in their bodies? Yes. But it's so that you can live your purpose, live your passion. And a lot of women, they're so stuck in their health problems that they've even stopped dreaming about that passion. They've stopped listening to that internal voice that's guiding them. They're like, I just, Karen, I get it, but I just want to feel better. But what I find is when I work with you to get you feeling better, then you're like, okay, now I want to get back on my path and my purpose. What I think Dr. Ryan shared there was so key because all along your life, you've been getting these seeds planted, these walk-in angels who say things to you that are so out of the blue, like instead of here's the Tylenol, you've got a pinched nerve and you need to go to the chiropractor. And A lot of times we discount those and we think, oh, this is happening to everyone. I know I've done that. Oh, this happens to everyone. But now looking back, you know, I was in the nurse's office with the period problems (laughs) from the time I first got my period, right? Not realizing that that was guiding me on my path to women's health. So I just want to highlight that. Thank you for sharing that very beautiful story because people listening They're also looking to feel better, but they're also looking for their purpose once they feel better. So I think it's beautiful. And and anything you want to add about that, please feel free to. But welcome to drive into ground zero, whatever you feel called. I love that you brought that piece into it because I got the chills. You just saying that, you know, the divine and God just leading me in that direction. And you're not really you don't know it. You know, until until you know it, until, again, I was going through my journey and you mentioned the mechanical engineering part of it. You're right. Essentially, that's what we're re-engineering. We're restructuring the body. It's interesting because this technique that we use, it's called CBP, chiropractic biophysics that you mentioned in the intro. It's the the person who developed it, he, you know, is a doctor of chiropractic, but he's also, he had a a master's in engineering and a master's in in math. So he understood the relationship between that of how the body and the mechanics and how that affects the overall health of the body because he had a such a deep understanding of it. I have not heard that term, chiropractic biophysics. I'm going to have to look it up. But is this related to, so I went to a chiropractor several years ago who was unlike any chiropractor I had been to before, and I've been to many of them. And he was the one who really introduced me to this whole concept that if there's a torque in your structural mechanics, meaning your spine, and it's kind of twisted and off kilter and things aren't aligned properly, that it alters the way blood flows through all of your blood vessels. It alters then the 
ability of cells to take up nutrients and distribute nurture nutrients that everything is affected. And he's like, think of if you kind of take a city and you twist it a little, like take Manhattan, which kind of looks like a person and you twist it a little. Well, then Broadway isn't going to, the traffic's not going to flow smoothly along Broadway like it's supposed to. And then, you know, the UPS guy isn't going to be able to deliver the packages properly because there's going to be traffic jams at certain places. So think your blood vessels getting torqued and then calcium can't be delivered and then potassium and blood glucose can't be distributed properly. Is that what you're talking about or is it, am I totally off base? No, that's a great analogy. The, the flow of information, the flow of communication gets interrupted because, and that's a big reason why the spine is ground zero, why it's the foundation. And I think it's one of, I think it's the main reason why it's so important is because it houses the nervous system, the spinal cord and the nerve roots. So if you torque that, as well as, again, it, it will alter the circulation like you had mentioned. And that's actually been shown through at least one study in, called, in Brain Circulation Journal showing how the curve of the neck, which we haven't even gotten in the structure yet and what the normal structure is, but you should have this normal side curve of the neck. And when you lose that, it alters the vertebral artery hemodynamics of that. So it's not delivering the oxygen, not delivering the blood to the brain. And then you can't get rid of the waste either. But no, it's very similar. Like that torque that you mentioned, if there's right. some sort of interference like that, and it's not allowing the communication just down river down the highway like i love that analogy now the ups driver can uh, you know deliver the package that's how our organs and organ systems can be affected by the spine not being in the the correct alignment because it's you know at the end of that highway route of that ups driver is somebody's house well at the end of these nerve roots and there the spinal cord nerve roots to nerves at the end of those are your organs, as well as your muscles and cells and all these tissues that they have to have this communication back and forth where if they don't, now the body, the brain's gonna try to figure things out on its own. And here is, I call it a perfect design, but somebody might call it a cruel joke. <laughs> your, no. body, your body can handle a certain amount of dysfunction before it gives you symptoms, right? right. If you felt a symptom every time you did something stressful to the body and that symptom didn't go away, you, your body, you wouldn't be able to function. So we need that nice communication in order for the brain to make decisions on what the body and the organs and the cells and tissue should be doing, including absorbing nutrients, including having your body heal and, and making the correct amount of hormones for, 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 for your body. Right. And yes. So hopefully everybody listening, you're getting the picture, right? And so this chiropractor was explaining to me, like you're explaining, like if you can do all the functional type of treatments you want, take all the supplements, change your diet. But if your skeletal system is wonky, which he proceeded to show me how mine look wonky, you're not getting the proper delivery of nutrients, balance of hormones, excretion of waste. And isn't this happening to all of us just from gravity and living? We're all losing our C-curve with us sitting and crouching over computers all day long. And kind of what are the 
situations that we're dealing with in everyday life that that are causing us to have difficulties, whether we know it or not. Like you said, we might not have symptoms and we might think we're fine. So please enlighten us. I got, you led right into it. Beautiful. Because, yeah, with, with the world that we're living in today, just going at a global level, you know, six in 10 U.S. adults have at least one chronic condition. What does it have to do with the spine? Well, if you look at our world, almost 70 percent of us are in the distorted spinal posture, that forward, hunched over, prolonged, flexed posture that leads to chronic issues, including chronic pain and disability, fatigue, accelerated aging and arthritis, anxiety and mood problems, and increased medication use, which is a big, you know, that's one of the things that I never want to be on any medications. And this is and I never will because I already put that in my mindset. And yes, it even impacts our hormones and our metabolic system. So what's even more, which I think is the most interesting part of what people don't know about the spine, is that multiple studies show that this spinal posture, you know, losing the C-curve, as you mentioned, that hyperkyphosis of the mid-back, that slumped hunchback posture, mm-hmm. that significantly increases the risk of death from heart disease, pulmonary issues, and all causes, which is surprising to a lot of people until we explain it, is think about it. If we're in that hunchback posture where our, the stresses on the nerves going to the heart, going to the lungs, going to the, the gut, mm-hmm. not only nerve stress, but just mechanically, if we're in that hunched position, well, now, again, we're putting increased mechanical stress on the heart to work the lungs we can't you know get you know air into our lungs because there's not even enough space for that so these you already mentioned a few you know our phones you know sitting at a computer on the couch looking down you know propped up in our lazy boy driving you know even lying down sleeping either on the couch or in bed we're propping ourselves up on pillows but yeah that the major one is the phones being on our, our technology, which it's nice. And I know that's not going away. So we better know how to counteract that stress with exercises, with adjusting our lifestyle, with specific forms of, of traction, we call it, especially if you're already caught in that position where you have arthritis, where you have chronic back pain, where you have you know low energy. That's a big one. Because your body is fighting day after day just against gravity to stand up. And I'm saying a lot here, but I like to put images in, in people's heads and give analogies. If, if you're a, a, a parent or a grandparent and you, there's a, you know, when you had your babies and they were 10 pounds, 15 pounds, as they were, you know, hopefully not 15 pounds when they were born, that'd be a, a pretty big baby. But if you took that 15-pound weight or 20-pound person, or even if you don't have a baby around or can't think back to that, just get a dumbbell or a, a, a weight plate or something, 15 pounds, and hold it at arm's length away from your body. So that's like having this hunched posture where your head's forward and collapsing down is if you have a weight that's 15 to 20 pounds out away from you, do you see how your muscles, your spine, your joints are going to be on overload trying just to hold you up against gravity? And now we add things onto it to make it even tougher. So if we retrain our posture and spine using specific techniques to 
take that stress off of it, bring that weight closer to the body. Now we're decreasing the stress, yes, on the spine, but also the spinal cord. We're decreasing, and by that, we're also decreasing stress on your organs, on your metabolism, on your entire cell tissue system, anywhere that these nerves go. So that's right. how that works. Yeah, I love how you detailed that. It's it's funny, I, I became a nomad about a year and a half. I traveled all over the world. And I don't know, somehow I thought in America, maybe we were in a bubble that we're all on our phones all day long everywhere. But no, everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> all, all over Africa, the Middle East, and now I'm in London. Everybody's on their phone all the time in that hunched over position. And you listening, you know you do it too. So I love this quote you shared with me before we started. You don't have to do anything except deal with the consequences of your choices. So why I love that so much is that a lot of times we're not aware of the consequences of our choices. What are the consequences of being hunched over on our phone all day or our computer every day? And you're really highlighting that for us. You're waking us up to, oh, this is something I need to pay attention to. Whether or not I'm having a spine problem or a pain problem, it's something I need to pay attention to. And I know you've got solutions. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to dive into that. But before we do that, how would somebody know if this is like you need to drop everything and take care of this now position or this applies to everyone, including me and I? I need to start integrating some things into my daily life. What are some symptoms people might have to know where they fall on this continuum of needing acute attention or care versus, oh, this is a chronic problem and I do need to pay attention to it, like fixing your diet. How do they know? An acute problem would be like any types of acute injuries, especially if you have like sciatica, shooting pain, debilitating pain. Like with me, when I was when I had my migraines, that was a sign to me. And that was, well, a sign to our school secretary to tell us that, to, to tell me that. Any type of intense pain would be a, all right, you need to get this checked out, which again, pain is a great motivator. So that's an, kind of a, a simple way to know. If you have more on that lower spectrum, but still low energy and fatigue is another big one. Because your your body's wasting so many resources if your body is in this, your spine is in this distorted, abnormal, weakened position. So those are the two like big main ones. Chronic pain in different areas of your body, especially spine and the nerves, disc problems, arm. If we're talking with a neck, stiffness, achiness, where again, you see a progression of not able to turn your head side to side, tilt it pain shooting down the arm, numbness tingling in your hands. Those are all signs of, okay, acute, get these checked out. Now, if, uh, and hopefully that answered the question with that. If you are, and I'm glad you asked this because if you, you don't have these acute symptoms, how can you test yourself to see what your spinal posture is like? And I love that because that's the, basically that's the first step is how do you assess to make sure that my ears over my shoulders, over my hip is over my ankle because that's the normal posture. We're looking at you straight ahead. We want to make sure that if we have a, a straight line or a plumb line drop down from the ceiling, we want your pelvis under the middle of your chest, under your you know middle of your head, like right between your your eyes. Any deviation from those, again, you can we call it, you can do a selfie test. 
where you take a, you got your phone, right? And you can try to take a selfie. You set it up on, on somewhere and take a picture of yourself. Just get in a comfortable standing position, looking straight at it, take a picture. And then also you could, from the side especially, and you want to make sure that you're going from the ground up, that your ankle is right on top of your, the outside of your hip, and then your shoulder and ear are all lined up. So that's one easy way. You can also look in a mirror for the front one. It's a little bit harder to do with the, the side, you know, a side picture of your body. Mm-hmm. Now, another good one is the wall test. Because the most common postural distortion is that, you know, the, the hunchback, right? So you can stand up against a wall. Your back is against a wall. Your feet about two to four inches away from the wall, the back of your, your heels. Your hips, your mid-back, your head should touch the wall. If you can't get your head to touch the wall comfortably, again, more than likely you're, there's arthritis. That's the hunchback. It's degeneration of the disc. It's, it's the common problem with osteoporosis because if they get weak spinal bones and fracture, not, you don't even need acute fractures, but these chronic fractures on the front, it, it makes it hard for you to get in that aligned position. So that's another, the wall test. You can also do it lying down. Now, if you, if you're lying down on your back and your head, it's uncomfortable to have your head on the floor or it can't even get in that position. I would call that as a more of like an acute case where you need to get that checked out because you're stuck there. The restrictions, the ligaments have gotten so fibrotic and so uh, worn out and they're tight that it can't do it. You like the muscles by themselves is not going to allow you to do that. So just postural exercises and exercise by itself won't allow you to get back in the the healthy position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make- yeah. Yeah. Those are some great tips on things to do the wall test or lay on the floor doing the selfie or even if you could get someone to take a photo of you from the side or the front and kind of look at this alignment you know i have found that some of these skews in your posture are so subtle that i can't necessarily tell them but then i go to the chiropractor and they're like duh <laughs> don't you see this you how your left hip is slightly higher than your right and you know they look at leg length and there's like oh this foot is a centimeter longer than the other leg and they can really see it like you guys have this very acute vision and so I like well, yeah, that you're really just, just like you're just like you're trained in what you do that I wouldn't be able to see. Just like the the listener, they're they're trained in what they do, like that whole purpose thing that you mentioned at the beginning. That purpose and what your skill is and in, in developing that skill. Because I know I'll be adjusting somebody in my brick and mortar clinic, and I will like start working on them, and I'm like, I, how did you know that was there? It's just you know. After 20 some years of doing it, you get a feel for it based on the symptoms they're telling me or their posture or what it is. Same thing again in your profession. Yeah. Yeah. You just know. And everybody listening, I love this other quote you shared, Dr. Ryan, don't complain about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. So if you're like, yeah, 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 I hear you, Dr. Kieran, Dr. Ryan, I know I should be paying attention to my spine, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to lie on the floor. I'm not going to go against the wall. I'm not going to do this selfie. Well, then don't complain 5, 10, 20 years down the line when you didn't do the work. Like these are simple things, y'all, you can do 
tonight when you're at home or, you know, wherever you are, just stop, drop and do it really quickly to see if, if that applies to you. What are some things that we need to be doing? You know, I think a lot of us got the memo on aerobic exercise, hopefully more women, if you're listening, you got the memo about the weight bearing exercise resistance training essential for us women, almost more important than the aerobic exercise, but so many women don't do it, shy away from it. It's super important. But what things do we need to be doing for exercise for our spine to preserve it, to reverse or counteract some of these kyphotic positions we're in all day long? What do we need to be doing? Beautiful. I love that because that exercise is part of it. I've said the words a little bit at the, you know, as we've gone through this, but as a simple little acronym, think of EAT, E-A-T. That is the protocol of chiropractic biophysics. So E-A-T stands for exercise, adjust, and traction. And I'll go quickly through each of those because when you're like, I'll just touch on A for a second, adjust, you think, okay, adjustment of the spine, but I'll show you how adjusting your lifestyle also is under that adjust part of it. But let's start with exercise. You mentioned great ones. The general exercise that you just mentioned, beautiful. Not even going to talk about that, but now there's general spinal exercises that you can do when I know they'll have access to the spinal hygiene mini class. And this is part of that, but I'll go over it here. Is just like we take care of our teeth and brush our teeth every day, or at least we're supposed to, we want to take care of our spine every day. And it doesn't have to take long. Very simply, taking your spine through all of its ranges of motion at least once a day maybe even twice a day. So what are the ranges of motion? So side to side, bending side to side. I know people can't see me, but as I'm doing it, <laughs> I have to do the, the actions as I do it. So your trunk and then also your head and neck, the rotation, just taking it, rotating it side to side. And you can either hold at the pain-free end range of motion for 10 seconds, or you can do five to 10 reps in each direction. With these, if you have, I'll, put the caveat right now or the disclaimer, if you have osteoporosis or fractures, you want to be careful with the twisting and with these exercises. That's why it's always gentle. It's always controlled. So we have the side to side. We have the rotation. Now we want to flex, although we are in this prolonged flexed posture for a lot of, you know, most of our day, we still want to be able to do that motion. We just don't want to be in that chronically flexed position. So flexing down, like either doing like a, and then also extending back. So the cat cow, a lot of people are familiar with that exercise where on your hands and knees, where you're rounding your back, taking your chin towards your chest, and then arching it up, squeezing the shoulder blades, dropping the pelvis down. But you're flexing the spine and extending, rounding, and then flattening, going towards their, I don't like to say extreme, but their, their final range of motion under control, gently and pain-free. So that's called spinal hygiene. And just like I said, taking two minutes out of your day to do that. Yeah, I love that. And you can yeah. even do it while you're brushing your teeth. You know, that great book, Tiny Habits, where one of his main tips was link a new habit to something else that you already do. So if you're already religious about your teeth, brushing, flossing, all the things in the evening, then you could just tack on spinal hygiene to your dental hygiene right after. So it makes it super easy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. If, there are more, if you find during the assessment or 
if you ever get your spine checked from a doctor that specializes in especially this corrective technique. And like you said, Dr. Kieran, we're good at seeing things that other people can't either through x-rays or through uh, just postural analysis. But if you find during your assessment, your self-assessment, that your posture stinks, for lack of a better word, that it's it's not aligned, your head's in front of your shoulders, you're kyphotic, or your, you know, your body's side to side, one shoulder's lower than the other, your head's tipped. There are specific postural exercises, spinal exercises, that we would recommend based on your specific needs in the opposite direction to counteract that postural distortion. So unlike exercise generally, you know, general exercise, we want to do it bilaterally, or if we go in one direction, we want to do it on the other side of the body. Specific postural and spinal exercises are different because you have to counteract the position it's already in. So if I'm hunched over, heads forward, we don't want to do a prolonged exercise where we're doing that, but we're doing an exercise where we're bringing the shoulder blades back, taking the head back, called the full spine exercise, breathing, it's not just a stretch, but it's retraining, holding that position for five to 10 seconds, starting off at three sets of 10 reps and working your way up to even like five, six, seven sets of 10 reps every day, because we have to retrain it. Now you could do that type of exercise if you are at a computer, if you're hunched over, if you're on the couch for 20 to 30 minutes, and it's always good to have a timer on. So Mm -hmm. another little tip, a timer on at 20 or 30 minutes. So you get up and just do this exercise for like 30 seconds where your shoulders, squeezing your shoulder blades back, taking your head back. That actually helps to increase circulation, which Mm -hmm. you'll feel do it. So that's the exercise part of it. Now, yeah. Well, I just want to add in there, I yeah. just want to put a plug for yoga because I always say that the triad is aerobic, weight-bearing, and stretching because the constriction of your joints where the connective tissue starts hardening and getting tighter happens very gradually that you don't even notice it. And then before long, you know, you're having trouble reaching over your head or you can't touch your toes or whatever. And so yoga takes you generally through a lot of these stretches. So I want to put a plug in for that, but please proceed. No, those are exactly the three, the cardio, weight-bearing resistance type training and flexibility mm-hmm. mobility. Absolutely. And yeah. it's funny because we'll get into the with the T, the traction part, eat, we'll talk about that. You said it perfectly. The connective tissues get tense, they get tight, and you don't even know what's happening. And, and how do you correct that? So A is adjust. So adjusting the spine, which chiropractors are known for. But like I said in the beginning, it's not going to correct the structure long term. It's going to give you a, a, a jump start to a dead battery like I did with my daughter's car this morning. It's going to again, give you, get the nerves working again and functioning, but also adjust talks about lifestyle, how you sit, how you stand, how you bend, lift, sleep, how you carry things. Think about your day and the postures that you're in and how can you improve on the postures that you're using. The biggest one, which we've mentioned multiple times is on your phone, on your smartphone. I'm not sure how your phone being down in your lap or your tablet or your, well, it's called a laptop. So I guess that's why. How that became the normal positioning to look at your phone. But it's very simple how to correct that, how to adjust the, the positioning of that. 
if you're sitting down, make sure your butt is up against the back of the chair, of the couch, whatever it is. Prop pillows behind you to keep you more upright. And then you can also put pillows or blankets or something on your lap. Rest your elbows on those blankets or pillows on your lap. Bend your elbows and arms to about 90 degrees or more and bring your phone towards you know, more in front of your face, definitely in front of more like the chest area, chest level, not down in your lap and, and have that be the normal position. Have, you know, let's make it so when we see somebody in the flex position, looking down at their phone, uh, you know, walking around or standing there waiting for something or at the airport waiting, that that becomes like the abnormal where it's like, man, mm-hmm. that doesn't look very good. Let's let's lift it up. So you can do this not just when you're sitting, but when you're standing too. Check your posture with that. So that's the, I will say, another lifestyle adjustment, how you bend. It's not all about squatting, but it's more of a, in weightlifting terms, like a deadlift or a hip hinge. You want to hinge at the hips when you're, you're bending because we're not always going to be in a, I want to say position to squat, but we're not always going to be squatting. So we need to learn how to use our hips to bend. And I'll give a plug to a great technique called foundation training. It teaches you how to use your hips using this hip hinge. And I explain it in one of my, one of my handouts, but yes, how you hold your phone and how you bend are two huge things that you can adjust in your lifestyle. Awesome. Those are super important. We are running out of time, but before we wrap up, and I know you've got some great resources for everyone we want to share. You mentioned osteoporosis or osteoporotic spinal fractures, which are horrific. We don't want anyone here to have those. They're very silent, but they're also very painful and they're devastating because they do decrease your lung capacity. So your ability to breathe and and oxygenate your tissues and have so many consequences. Can you just talk a little bit about osteoporosis? I can't tell you how many women I come across who have not had osteoporosis screening and they are well beyond the age at which they qualify for that or the medical risk factors that should qualify them and their doctors aren't talking to them about it. So I'm wondering if you could just put a plug in for women to get osteoporosis screening, what that should consist of, who should be getting it and how important it is. Well, I don't know, like, you know, that's not in my area. I just see a lot of it because of the spine that I, you know, the because the, I've been in the spinal health and because we have to make sure with that I mean, obviously, Kevin Ellis is really good at explaining that, Margie Bissinger, because they deal more with osteoporosis, so look them up. Obviously, and you are even very well-versed in what, when people should be getting checked, because as they go through life changes and hormonal changes, that affects the bones, that affects the, the, the strength and the density and the mineralization of the bones. But also, what I, I like to point out, too, is I'm going to take it back to the spine, osteoporosis will affect the spine. It will affect your posture and that hyperkyphosis, especially if it's weak. So if we're weakening the bones, if we're weakening the the bones of the spine, it's going to cause these micro fractures. It's going to cause degenerated discs because now there's increased stress on that. It's going to cause that hunchback. So if you're, you know, perimenopausal, postmenopausal, they need to get that checked. But even more, I think, important is learning these things that you're teaching through nutrition, through detox, through posture, through 
sleep, all these healthy living practices to help prevent it. Yes, I know it's it's a big it's a big issue right now, and I think another big reason why osteoporosis is so profound and rampant now is the medications that people are taking. Mm-hmm. The side effects of these, and there's patients who I've talked to that have been on, they were on 20 years of, of prednisone. And it's a steroid which weakens the bones. 20 years. And those are obviously acute special, hopefully they're special cases and not the norm because that is just going to make your bones trash. If you have been on medications, that's a, a good benchmark there. Is if you've been on medications for a long period of time, it doesn't have to be steroids, it doesn't have to be prednisone, make sure you get your bones checked because of yes. the side effects causes not just the bones, but your, your gut health, which affects how your body can absorb these nutrients. That's for osteoporosis. And I just want to plug one time here, not, not a plug, but because the most unique part of this whole EAT protocol is the T part, is the traction, we have to make sure we, we are addressing that and possibly using some form of traction similar to how braces are put on teeth to correct the structure we have to put the spine in a position for a certain period of time, hold it there so the ligaments can reform, all right? And we can use different towels, different techniques. The guy explain it in the spinal hygiene mini class that they'll have access to. Yes, there's so much to talk about, and I know we can't get it all in in one show, but we will give them a link, which will be in the show notes to share with everyone. And and I do want to reiterate, yes, Margie is great about osteoporosis. She's been on the show. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen. If you are a woman over 50, you absolutely should have a dual femur, dual hip, DEXA scan to check for osteoporosis. And if you're at increased risk because you've been on medications like chronic prednisone, there's a whole list of medications that will increase your risk, family history, et cetera, then you want to get a bone density. So thank you, Dr. Ryan, for joining us for this essential information to highlight things that we need to be aware of so that we can have great vitality and have a, increase our vitality span, not just our longevity, but how vital and alive we are in those extra years that we're going to live because we do all the things. And tell oh. everyone about the Spinal Hygiene Mini class that you have for them. We'll have the link in the show notes and where they can connect with you online. Yeah. I mean, the Spinal Hygiene Mini class, it's a simple one pager that shows you like what are the like four simple steps you can do to hydrate your body and spine, to exercise it, which we went over here, how to, I went into more like how to adjust your lifestyle and went into examples of how to do that. And then also the traction part of it, how to use towels, how to use household, uh, house things you have around the house to use to your advantage to help correct and support your spine. And then you can always go to drwolfert.com, D-R-W-O-H-L, F as in Frank, E-R-T.com, and that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, I hope everyone will check Dr. Ryan in those places, download the guide, add spinal hygiene to some other habit that you're already doing. It just takes a few minutes and enjoy the benefits of improved spinal function, which means improved hormonal balance, improved overall health. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Ryan. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for another episode of The Hormone Prescription. This really is essential information that, I don't know, honestly, is your doctor telling you 
to take care of your spinal hygiene? I don't think so. So <laughs> you need to know about this. So I'm glad you're here. One last quote that Dr. Ryan shared with me before we started recording, I'll leave you with, for when the one great scorer comes to mark against your name, he writes, not that you won or lost, but how you played the game. That's from Grantland Rice. So how will you play the game? With the information that you get, what do you do with it? Do you go nice to know and keep it moving? Or do you go nice to know, I'm going to see how I can implement this in my life. I look forward to hearing what you do with this information on social media. So reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Kieran Dunstan, MD. Hope you have a great week. I'll see you again next week. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon.